So welcome to Authentic Entrepreneur. This is about real people living their truth through entrepreneurship. That's us, yeah. It's pretty simple. Um, just diving into you know why you got started, your passion behind it, what keeps you going, what you enjoy. So first off, just introduce yourself to the podcast listeners and, and tell us about Tillery Plant Company. My name is John Hudson. Um, I'm the owner here of Tillery Street Plant Company. We are a full-service nursery here in Austin, Texas, focusing on organics and just sort of the strange and unusual that we can, you know, provide to people that you can't get at the at the box store with the box store experience type thing. You know, we are homegrown and local, and we you know, are proud of that. And it's kind of how we see ourselves in the smallest of small business. How long have you been in operation? We've been here, uh, this will be our seventh spring now. We've been here seven years now, yeah. Okay. Seven years. I'm assuming you started small and kind of developed, because this seems like a pretty big operation. Did you kind of start and then little by little expand? We started about as absolutely small as you can imagine. I mean, we. Uh, we started with nothing. We, you know, we had the, this uh, whole idea of bootstrapping from nothing and building up from there. So basically, we had, we partnered up with a landscape company, and that landscape company needed to buy plants so we could funnel some of that buying power into building a nursery. But literally, the first week that we started this business, we brought a truckload of plants in from California and one local, and I had nothing but a. A red wagon and a cash box and a stool and sat out under one of the pecan trees for about a week or so nice. Until finally I decided that that just wasn't gonna cut it and that's when we brought that old antique um, You know 1962 trailer in that was sitting in my front yard rotting But after sitting outside on a bench for a week I realized that that made a lot better office than a than a little green stool did so that's kind of been our office ever since so the Streamline's been here from the get-go? The Streamline has been here since the get-go, yeah. My wife and I bought that with visions of traveling somewhere in it. That really wasn't practical for something that was older than I was, to be honest. So, yeah, it, we decided that's going to be the office instead. Yeah, and it's, it's made an, off, an awesome cool. office, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Are you originally from Austin, then? It's or? my hometown, yeah. Oh, this is cool. one of the few natives in this town, I think. You're one of the few. One of the few. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people... From a lot of different um, places, yeah. Big city now. Still growing. Um, and you anticipated just continuing to grow? You know, I suppose so. I mean, it's still got a lot of uh, room left, I guess, to grow. You think that it's that bubble's going to burst at some point. You know, and I think you see it in other towns and some cities where they turn into the really hot city and everybody wants to move there for a while and then maybe they cool off a bit. Um, I think I would be okay with that at this point. It's pretty crowded. You know, there's a lot of people here. It's not gotten bad yet. Yeah. I see a lot of people my own age and older complain about, you know, missing the Austin that used to be. I don't know that I, I don't know that I miss the Austin that it used to be. I'm sort of fond of the Austin it is. There's just a few, uh, there's too few too many people on the road. The roads are getting the roads hectic. are getting really crowded. Sure, yeah. Dude. But you know, more people move in, more houses, more you know, people buying plants from us. It works out all right for us. Definitely, the more building that goes on. Uh, people need this. this yeah, service. I think so. so. I think awesome. so. Um, so take us back, maybe as far as childhood. What got you interested in plants? Well, gosh, you know, I think the first time I ever got interested in plants was probably like most uh, 
most of my friends, you know, when I was a teenager, I think, you know, when you, um, I think growing marijuana secretly in the backyard is probably the, the first plant I ever grew. You know, and that ended as most of those experiments do with your parents, you know, tearing all that tearing out, out. And <laughs> moving it somewhere else and doing something. But after that, I got interested in gardening. So I did some small scale, small scale gardening, you know, around the house for many years, um, vegetable gardening and, you know, different types of propagation. It wasn't until years later, I actually, when I was quite a bit younger, I got into the high tech industry for a number of years. And I did that where, you know, I worked in a, in a lab from, gosh, like a three o'clock in the afternoon till midnight, which I didn't care for. So then I went from there to the, to the uh, world of photography where I worked in a studio, in a lab where I did black and white and color printing for a number of years, but that was also, you know, I was in the dark from morning till dark. And I just decided that wasn't what I wanted to do. And one day I went and told my boss I was going back to school and I was getting a degree in agriculture. So that's what I did. I quit my job and went back to school and got a degree in agriculture. And honestly, didn't foresee myself being in the retail nursery business at that point. But that's, you know, that's where I ended up. That's uh, where, where I'm glad to have ended up. Definitely. I mean, there's something to be said for being able to spend a lot of time outdoors. Mm -hmm. It's healthy. I think it is healthy. You know, they, a lot of studies show that the bacteria you get under your fingernails is good for you, and just being out and getting a lot of vitamin D and sunshine and fresh air. I, I like it much better than I like being in a sterile lab environment, you know? Yeah, much better than that. Very nice, man. Um, you mentioned your wife, is she a part of the business or kind of on the sidelines? She, uh, she works for a Lance, our, our sister landscaping firm. Um, she does do some of our more unusual and esoteric pottery that she's well known for um, that we have. So she's involved in the business in that sense. And she's just, yeah, she, she has worked for the business before. She's invaluable with everything that she does for us. Yeah, there's always someone to help you uh with your weaknesses i assume absolutely yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah I, uh, my wife especially has noticed some of the unique pottery designs mm -hmm. over here things that you'll plant in yeah um, she does some really strange ones for sure you know she's gotten quite well known for her uh ceramic squirrels with guns that's her, her <laughs> uh, claim to fame that's awesome what's uh so what's the typical day look like for you um just out of curiosity. Gosh, our typical day this time of year, I mean, being springtime, it's of course our busiest season. Our typical day, we get here and we kind of put everything back from the, you know, the morning before. Um, we try to, uh, you know, organize the nursery, bring all the plants. You know, as a, plants are changeable things. So, you know, as we move through the seasons, something that looked beautiful two weeks ago may not look so beautiful now. Things that were dormant for the summer or for the winter are all coming up and blooming. So we kind of get all that out. We open up the doors and start helping the customers as soon as they start getting here. Yeah. And that's real nice for us. You know, we have a really good clientele around here also. Now, a lot of that, I think, has to go in with the type of business that we run. You know, I mean, we, we are a neighborhood nursery. We, you know, push organics. We're not trying to, you know, sell you something that you don't want or, you know, promise you something that you don't think is obtainable. We're trying to sell flowers and plants and beautiful things and herbs and veg. So I think a lot of that goes along with our client base being very understanding in that sense too. We have an awesome client base. Yeah. We've gotten real good with, uh, you know, with our neighbors. You know, we're, we're, we feel like we're a real good part of this community. 
enjoy having us here. Definitely. And it's hard for people to get upset if you say I'm going to open up an organic plant nursery. You know, it's not like opening up sewage facility or a, you know <laughs> something like that where people might look at you funny if you say I want to move into the neighborhood and open up a plant shop people are usually pretty, pretty open to that idea yeah definitely yeah I spent a little time uh, cruising around the neighborhood on my skateboard uh, last week during South by Southwest I noticed you know a coffee shop there's there's a guy chopping up large pieces of wood making shelves and uh you know planks and wood and i think i knew exactly which coffee shop you're talking about yep. yeah um just a cool vibe throughout mm -hmm. the neighborhood it's a great neighborhood and it's in a state of change like all of austin is at the moment you know um, things get expensive and people get pushed around in and out of neighborhoods but it's still got an awesome vibe to it you know the east side of austin is so it's a wonderful place we have wonderful people that live here and there's lots going on and a real sense of creativity among the especially the younger crowd that lives here yeah this is the older side of town or what is the older side well, this is probably this is one of the older sides of, sides of town I mean it's got a real interesting and unique history it's always been sort of a, uh, a side of town that had less advantages should we say at one time Austin was an extremely segregated city and to some extent it certainly still is um, but this is the side of town that's got a lot of the older houses still left, the craftsman type houses from the early 20th century, the ones that people really find attractive now. So I imagine throughout the day you've got a lot of you know, hats to wear, things to do. What's your favorite part of the job on a daily basis? I don't, you know, I got one of my favorite parts actually is ordering the plants. I mean, when you order the plants, you know, we get plants, a lot of uh, native things, but we also, because so many people are now moving into Austin or moving into, you know, apartments and small spaces, we do a lot of house plants. So we get a lot of very unusual things in. So it's, it is kind of ordering those plants and then, you know, you open up that, that truck when it gets here and you've got this, you know, blast of either fresh flowers or, you know, this just fresh greenery coming out of it and seeing what comes out of there. That's probably one of the best parts of it. And we have a lot of customers that come in that are, you know, old timers from the neighborhood. We've seen them coming in for years and those are always nice to see also. And we have a pretty, you know, good bunch of people that work with us too. So, you know, luckily we're lucky in that sense that they're all very pleasant to work with. Yeah. Get along nice, well. A nice team built here. Yeah, yeah. And so aside from the nursery, I'm noticing kind of this venue that we're sitting in looks like uh, events and then there's kind of a section with uh, the succulents um, yeah you kind of combine some other things here to make this work even better as a whole we do you when we first started here we were so small we had this great big space and we uh, weren't really bringing in a lot of money when we first got here so we started diversifying the property to an extent where for a while it was almost like a big commune you know we had several trailers moved into the nursery and people sold Oh gosh, everything from, we had a screen printer in here at one time and, uh, you know, a couple of resale trailers doing resale clothing. <coughs> you know, all sorts of little oddities going on. As the nursery grew and uh, those people kind of went on about their other ways, we moved into the nursery and took over the rest of our space. But we still have these two spaces available. We lease space to East Austin Succulents. They do uh, primarily business in succulents. And then we also have this space, which is our Tillery Park which is a uh, artillery place, which is a um, event space. And here we have weddings. We do a lot of uh, 
like herb classes and veggie planting classes and any types of classes that we want to have with the public we'll you know offer them on uh, Facebook and whatnot and then people will come and we'll set up out here and teach a class or two every so often we'll have a concert back here someone will have a pop-up dinner or something like that so we've had some real interesting things going on back there I could definitely see a wedding going down this we've got yeah we just had one here Sunday as a matter of fact Let me ask you, uh, do you have a favorite plant um, that, uh, legal anyway? Yeah, yeah, I got away from all those illegal, all those illegal plants years ago, you know. Um, I don't know, I have, it's kind of funny when you've been in the business a very long time, but you do turn into what's kind of considered a plant snob, and everybody here has got that sort of problem that there are plants that they love and plants that they hate, and you don't exactly know why you love this plant or you hate that plant. I do have my favorite plants, and I think it's one of those things where people don't, always understands like well I don't know what you see in that particular plant yeah. you know there's like a red buckeyes everybody knows red buckeyes are one of my favorite plants here we order a lot of them and they don't always know why I like that plant it's just one of my favorite plants and then yeah. there are other little rangy natives that people are absolutely crazy for that I can't see the attraction to necessarily either but yeah I think I think I've definitely hit the plant snob status where I have my favorites <laughs> and my and my not so favorites we picked up a couple of uh, coffee uh, trees last season uh -huh, yeah and we brought them in for the winter but now they're coming back nice we got them back outside they're that's an out. interesting one yeah that's a, that's one that's gonna take a little experimenting with I think we're not really in exactly that right region for coffee yeah but you know you might if you're willing to baby it you might have some <laughs> luck there so let's talk about entrepreneurship mm -hmm. how much of this is is an entrepreneur thing versus like just a passion for plants. I think it has to go hand in hand. I mean, I think it's probably 50-50. The passion for plants was there, but entrepreneurship, you know, I this actually is the second nursery that I've opened. And the first one was in business for about four years. It kind of suffered from, you know, first business syndrome and oh, not choosing the right people to work with probably more than anything. But after we had done that, you know, once you own your own business, it's hard to ever want to go work for somebody else again once you put yourself in that position and you understand what it's about and it's your baby I think it's hard to go work for anyone else so when this opportunity came along um, you know I had the option with my, the partner that I have now to either partner up with them or just manage it for them and I had real, really no interest in just managing again I really wanted to have the partnership because I wanted it to have my stamp. I wanted to put my vision on it. I wanted to do what I had wanted to do the first time, but I wanted to do it correctly the second time. Yeah, and you feel like it's working out? It is, it was, a long, it was a long process. We had a few years really in the dark where we weren't making a whole lot of money. I mean, this part of town has really taken off in the last few years, but when we got here, it was still kind of the outskirts. I mean, we were out in the middle of nowhere, and you know, we didn't really have a budget for things like advertising and you know uh, promotion so there was a few years where it kind of limped along and then at some point you know you get enough people in the neighborhood that know you you've done enough events and enough parties and you put yourself out there enough times that people start to know that you're there and you become a destination because that's what we had to kind of become at, at this point because we are so far out of the middle of the city right some things that um, I'm trying to get through to my listeners. Um, number one is buying local. You know, mm -hmm. obviously we can go to Home Depot, Walmart, 
wherever else to buy plants, but you've got something unique here. And I think people should definitely, in their community, you know, go and out and search out those mm -hmm. um, I think it's very important. And we do a lot of a lot of buying locally. I mean, we buy locally all the way down to the individual that grows things in his backyard when we can. Um, because I want to, you know, pick those people up too. Once they've, we've had growers now that are quite large growers of vegetables and herbs that started off, you know, growing in their backyard. But, you know, if you stick with them from when they're small and they're there when you're small, by the time you both get to a point where you're a little bit more successful, you've, you know, built a really good relationship. And they're, they're definitely there for you in the same sense that you're there for them. I think that's real important. I think it's, you know, the other thing is having the staff be, always be there for the customers. That's like the very first thing that I tell everybody. It's like our, our um, you know, contact with the customers, the very first thing, the very most important thing. You know, we're very strong about wanting our, our employees to know their plants, to love their plants, and to, 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 you know, love what they do. And if you come in here and you're working and your passion is, vegetables or it's herbs or it's house plants you know we want to know that when you start here because we'd like you to maybe be able to work in that department more because you're gonna find your passion there and you're going to be able to be better to our customers there but when someone comes in brand new and it's really busy you know we get a lot of people a lot of new employees in the springtime and they may not know an awful lot about plants yet and you'll always have somebody that comes in a customer that knows more about the plant than you do yep. So it's very important that, you know, you are always just very helpful to that customer as much as possible. And that's probably the thing that we push more than anything else here. You know, it's not that you know more than anyone else, but you are willing to find out those answers and you're willing to be good to the customer and you're willing to, you know, greet everybody that walks in the door. That's to me, is like, it's paramount here. Absolutely. Keeps them coming back. It absolutely keeps them coming back. And then, you know, you start seeing that your employees build relationships with these people you know, with customers, and customers get to have favorite employees, and they know each other well, and, you know, I mean, that works out very well. Awesome, man. Um, well, before we wrap this up, um, we're speaking to entrepreneurs and would-be entrepreneurs. Maybe they're artists, musicians, maybe they're into plants, maybe they're working a day job. Do you have anything to say to them, like, um, in your experience um. you know I think the biggest thing is choose your choose the people that you go into business with wisely and I think it makes a, a, a huge deal because I've met so many people that have started businesses and it's very easy to jump at opportunities when you see them um, believing in yourself that you're going to be the end all and be all and you'll get there but you can really you know you really need to figure out who you're getting into business with quite often and make sure that they are the right fit. Make sure that they've got something to, to bring to the business. In this business, we got very lucky with that. I found exactly the right person who is in concert with our business to help out. Um, and we've managed to make it into a business that's successful. Um, I, but I can remember just thinking how enthusiastic you can be when you see something, you know, approach you that looks like exactly what you want to do. So I, uh, you know, I just, caution that people should have caution when when jumping in with both feet I've also seen you know neighbors that got into a restaurant business that didn't work out so well and they had partners that weren't quite so friendly and where you know that all turned very sour and that can be a real problem yeah so just you know choose your people carefully I guess what I would say with that do some due diligence do your due diligence <laughs> for sure 
prepare to suffer as prepare the other thing that I would say also because you know it is very difficult I you know it, it does happen that people get into into business and they are overnight sensations but uh I, you know don't ever plan to be that for sure so yeah. for, you know I do say prepare to prepare to suffer a little bit make sure that you've got you know the ability to to with you know to withstand that season or two of heartache heartache yeah, yeah. it kind of reminds me of another thought is that I'm sure you don't punch a clock at 40 hours you you know especially over the years you're working oh yeah way yeah. more than 40 hours and especially when it comes to this time of year you know for the nursery business spring and fall are a bit on the insane side and once you get to a point where you're doing well in this business uh, every other season becomes insane as well because you know you have to start planning for spring and winter and you know you're busy in spring and you have to plan for summer so yeah it's it'll it's definitely something that you take home with you having said that you need to be able to separate yourself from it from time to time as well especially you know if you've got wife and kids and a, you know, a happy family you need to you need to figure out also how to um, give some of that responsibility up also you know and that's been something that was very important for us is finding the right people to help manage you know there gets to be a point when in the early days you would do absolutely everything yourself and you have to learn very quickly how to find spot the right people to turn over your baby to as it were so that at some point you can get back to um, you know planning something else or you know yep. planning expansion or planning moving or whatever it is you want to get on to next absolutely do your kids enjoy this uh, this venture do you, you know from here? time to time they do you know kids never think what you do is cool at all <laughs> you know I always you know try to tell them ah you know this could all be yours if you wanted at some mm -hmm. point they don't seem terribly interested in that so <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure I wasn't terribly interested in what my parents were doing, so we'll see how they feel, you know, in five, ten years. Yeah. John, I appreciate your time, man. It's, that was uh, awesome. It's a Thanks. nice day out here in Austin. It's a beautiful and day. I know you're busy, so I'm going to let you get out of here. Awesome. I'm going to let all the guests know um, about your Instagram page. Um, you've got a website, and I'll also shout out uh, the address and they can come find you. That sounds perfect. Right. Appreciate it. Podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode with John Hudson and Tillery Street Plant Company. If you live here in Austin, I encourage you to head over to the nursery, head over and see the greenhouse, uh, check out all the cool plants that John has. And if you do not live here in Austin, I hope that you'll head over to his Instagram or his website, and that's at TilleryStreetPlantCompany.com or at TilleryStreetPlantCompany on Instagram. Guys, thanks again for tuning in and stay authentic.